Good again. Hi guys, Hi. welcome to the Lunch Plus broadcast. <laughs> we have a great show for you today, but we just want to let you know that today we're going to be talking about how fasting can completely turn your life around. It's going to be awesome. If you're watching later on YouTube, make sure you check the description below and you can jump right into the word. But why would you do that when we have so many other fun things going on today? It's true. And we told you about them earlier. You read yeah. them. You can read. You're and fine. if, it, yeah, it, you know what's going on. It's a Tuesday. We want to hop into family chat. We're sorry about the sound stuff, guys. We got some new equipment, which is mm. awesome. It's why our colors and stuff look so nice right now. Uh, wait till you see Pastor and what's the word. The colors look awesome. But with new equipment, we're learning different pieces. So thank you so much for sticking around while we got that figured out. And now we are going to hop into our first question of the day. Here's what we want you to do. We want you to comment and answer these uh, questions that we put up because the person who helps us get to 100 comments first, the fastest wins a gift card on us just yeah. because we want to give stuff to you and yes the first person to be our thousandth commenter also gets a True. gift card so you know let's do it yeah okay question number one let's put her up who is the messiest person that you know that's like wow <laughs> that's something that i wouldn't want to talk about live on the broadcast Why? i don't know like what I don't, like, honestly, I can't think of someone, like, outside of, like, the Grinch. Are you not a messy person? Uh, I'm super clean and neat. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny said Belle. Uh, Arabella's Arabella. pointing to herself. <laughs> She's like me. <laughs> it used to be me, for sure. Like, I used to not be able to see my gr the ground um, in my, the ground, like, the floor <laughs> in, my, in my bedroom. At what age, though? Like, as like a 16, kid? Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's what teenagers do unless they're like really well-trained teenagers. Yeah. That's what my floors were like. <laughs> Rachel commented going, Arabella. <laughs> <laughs> Ridge said, I am referring to himself, not referring to me. Yeah. Um, that's funny. I, I wonder how many people are going to say Bella in the comments now. She's just like, you know. Yeah. William said, in all honesty, myself. <laughs> my room looks like a bomb went off, but I know where absolutely everything is. That's I get true. that. I, so... It really depends on my environment. Mm -hmm. Like at work, I I don't want things to be chaotic. Mm -hmm. So at work, I try to keep my things in their place. And at home, I try to do that. But I'm more have been more relaxed at home. Yeah. George is the clean person. So mm -hmm. especially in our house, in comparison, yeah. I'm the messier. But there's typically a method to my to my madness. If I'm like I I remember discarding things here, <laughs> but they're mm -hmm. they're not always where they should be. Kevin Nowicki. Good morning. What's Welcome. up, Kevin? Welcome. It's live. We're so excited to have you. Okay, question number two. Let's put up the second one of the day. Natalie says Belle takes after her dad. He was messy when he was younger. Mm -hmm. Look at Grandma in the comments coming in to save her granddaughter. Um, let's see. <laughs> William says, tough of the morning, Kev. Okay, what's the most seemingly useless talent you have? It may not be all useless. The Lord can use anything to lead people to Jesus. But what is the most random thing that you're good at? That's such an interesting one. You go first. Oh, I can think of yours. What's mine? Your like weird little dance thing that you can oh, do. Yeah. Like I, that didn't really describe it. I've I've been I don't know. Like I made these questions and I'm I'm not sure of mine. <laughs> um, Johnny says solving puzzles. William says I can whistle two notes at the same time. He can and it's super impressive. <laughs> that's not useless. That's that's like 
That's an anointing right there. It's super impressive. Like, he told me he could do it once. I'm like, prove it. Go. <laughs> it's, it's pretty cool. The yeah, next time cool. William's on, we're going to have to have him do it for you. Rachel says, being able to take any two songs and mix them into one. Way to be able to mash up songs. That's exciting. Ridge, sa Ridge says, singing. That's not useless. You can use that to praise Jesus. That's really cool. And he cool. has. He's, he's done some Facebook lives where he's been singing uh, and praising God. So that's cool. That's not useless. Um, Kevin says he's skilled at growing hair. That's a good <laughs> skill to have, especially of the a, facial that, variety. That's an interesting skill to have for sure. <laughs> uh, John says I can stay up for hours Ew. on end. And then Kevin made his gross and says on my back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is useless. Ew. <laughs> uh. Um... I, so, okay, a, a random skill that seems to be useless. I have the ability to find, like, you know food mash? I live food mash, where mm. I just look at things like, that seems like it'll be good. And I use it to impress my husband, where he looks at things going, that's going to be really weird. And he gets really excited about it afterwards. <laughs> he gets really excited. Yeah. What an inch, that, that is useless. Um. But it pleases my husband. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, uh, I'd say for me, I can walk on my hands. That's pretty useless. Why have you not done this yet? You've been here because, almost a year. Because I have feet, and they're a lot easier to walk on than my hands. Later, later, sometime, we will get video of this. Joni says, announcing, it's cold when it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> that is. Oh, uh, my goodness. That is so funny. Announcing. Serena has that gift as well. It's true. Okay, question number three. We'll put in our third one of the day. Wow. Oh, it's Where's Rachel the worst smelling place you've ever been? Bean. You've ever been. Do you guys say bean or Ben? I think everyone says Ben. I just wanted to say bean. I feel like British people might say bean. Oh, probably. Oh. Yeah. Um, there, I, I was in Africa with my wife, and they had a, uh, a bathroom, well, which was essentially like a little room, that they dug deep into the ground with deep like a little hole. Wide, yeah. Deep. So there was like there was, there was it was basically a massive um, not a porter potty, well kind of like a porter potty. What what are they called? Outhouse. Yeah. It was essentially an outhouse. Gross. And um, I was very curious to see how deep the hole went, so I opened my flashlight and looked down and uh, I heard why in the background. I I regret that decision. <laughs> but there was it went down like 20 feet, and Gross. there was a good like 10 feet of stuff. Gross. So that stunk. Uh, Rachel says probably New York City, and then Ridge says Florida. Yeah. <laughs> I like that we're just going for states now. Yeah. <laughs> um, William says you've just brought back to my, uh, back to my, what does that say? We have something in the way. Um, to his nastiest memory. Um, mm -hmm. Johnny says the Paris airport. Kevin says Charleston, Tennessee. There is a, um, a place that emits a horrendous odor. Mm. William says it was the weirdest museum in Wilmington. I don't even remember what it was, but I almost threw up. Um, Marky says New York and Florida are great answers. <laughs> you know what? Never mind. <laughs> no, I have to say it now because I started. Uh, no, I'm not going to say it. So the weirdest, <laughs> like the nastiest smelling place that I've ever been to mm. was here in North Carolina. The Asheboro Zoo is wonderful. Like it's the mm. biggest zoo in North, North America, I think. Wow. It's like the, the biggest property, I think. Like it's, it's humongous. And 
I I don't love public bathrooms because gross, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I, I needed to go into the restroom. And I'm pretty sure I've smelled what hell smells like <laughs> in that restroom. Like it was the Fire worst. <laughs> and on that wonderful odor, <laughs> we're moving into See, our next segment. <laughs> when you ask what's the worst smelling place you've ever been, it it's gonna it's gonna be an interesting conversation. <laughs> We are moving into who would win in a fight with Buddy and Marky. Get ready to help them win because your votes determine who wins. True. We're going to hand it right over to him right now. Help Buddy win today. Who would win in a fight starts now. What did you say? I was saying hello enthusiastically. You said hello. Hello. It was like, like, like very. Passionate? I don't know. That wasn't passionate. We're going to ignore um, that. Anyway. <laughs> Welcome to Who Would Win in a Fight. Here's how this segment works. Basically, what we do is we put a very interesting uh, scenario between two items, things, people, and, yes. we, and we try to debate. Who would win in a fight? Yep. Joni said, like, Pooh Bear. That's what that was. <laughs> oh, Pooh Bear! Did that please you? Yes. All right, so let, well, he, let's do this. So we're going to, we can put up uh, on the screen what today's uh, fight is. And uh, <laughs> so basically, we're going to be debating who would win in a fight between Sonny the Cuckoo and Trix the Rabbit. Is that from like the commercials? You what? know, like silly rabbit, silly no, rabbit. No, who is yours? Sunny is the that, cuckoo. I'm cuckoo for from, cocoa puffs. Co that's not, okay, and then yours is the puffs. silly rabbit. Tricks are for kids, you know. Okay. So who would win in a fight between Sunny the cuckoo and Tricks the rabbit? But guys, before you put your answer in the comment, we're gonna have a little discussion, and based on that discussion, uh, we want you guys to de to determine who you think would win in a fight. These are so random. Like, I know, right? Sonny the Cuckoo, how do you even know his name? I had to Google it for sure. Okay. Because <laughs> I didn't know he had a name. <gasps> William is trash talking my shirt. He said, Marky's shirt looks like that one tablecloth your grandma would never <laughs> let you get dirty. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, so. Uh, would you like me to go first? Yeah, I would. So he, here's here's the thing, you know, <laughs> Trix the rabbit. He, you know, he he's really excited. He always wants to get uh, Trix cereal, but Sonny the cuckoo is insane. He's like, 
He's someone that you would not want. He, he's, he's like the man. Are you making up his identity right now? Have you I seen don't the know. commercials? I'm Coco for Coco Puffs. He's insane. Know, like what he's even like. Like, okay, I what guess I that. What I just did, you know, okay. is what he's like. So he's, he's insane. He's massively insane. As you can see in the picture, he can judo chop <laughs> anyone. I mean, Tricks the Rabbit's doing the same thing. But, you know. Sonny the Cuckoo's massively insane. Like, he's all over the place. He's crazy. You wouldn't want to get in a fight with Sonny the Cuckoo. Um, so, Tricks the Rabbit would win because he has a lot of tricks. And <laughs> uh, he would trick like you. Like the cereal? And, yeah, he would oh. trick you, and that's why he would win. So, <laughs> okay. the end. That's the end. it. That's so, it. So if you look at the end of each of these commercials, Sonny the Cuckoo always ends up with a bowl of Cocoa Puffs. Tricks the Rabbit never ends with a bowl of tricks. He is a loser all the way through. This, this isn't fair because I don't know enough about <laughs> these characters. Where were you in the 90s? I was, I was eating my cereal and forgetting about it because <laughs> I was four. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Do you have any, do you have anything um, else that you would like to share? Um, I say tricks the rabbit because he's the color white, and white is like purity, now and white is holy in that way. There you go. And that's why mm -hmm. he would win is because he like radiates the glory. He's like white mm -hmm. and pure and everything. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, guys, put in the comments who do you think would win in a fight based on the the discussion that we just had. Who would win in a fight between Sonny the Cuckoo, this nice little guy here, I tried so and hard. Tricks the Rabbit? You did so well. You did Thank so you. well. Thank you. Who would win in a fight, guys? Put in the comments. Uh, William said, to quote Sun Tzu, all warfare is based in deception. I'm with Marky on this Ooh, one. Interesting. I got William. <laughs> okay, so one for Tricks the Rabbit. I got Priscilla and Natalie for Sonny. Um, put in the comments. <laughs> Kevin Nowicki said, Med. That's me. That's, those are my initials. Thanks for knowing my oh. initials. <laughs> what? So it's actually tied. Oh my goodness. I might lose this one. Bella <gasps> says she's with me. You're with, you're with Marky? All right. Well, there we go. It's three to two right now. I thought I had that one in the oh, bag. Barrett's, Barrett's putting it up. Barrett's come on, message, come on. Uh, commenting. Come on. All right, guys. Uh, Joni says, Buddy won the argument, but Trix is better. <laughs> I get that one. Ridge says me. Uh, Eo says, Sonny. Oh, no. The I think Buddy might win. Wow, look at that. Out of oh, nowhere. No. It's five to three. Oh, no. It's five to three. You know what? I'm going to call it a win for me. You're just going to go and call it. Yeah. yeah. That's a little yeah. biased. Well, the fact that you're calling when this ends. Well, Miss Marilyn voted for you, so it's five to hey. four. But Barrett said, Thank Buddy. You. So that's six. So I'll take okay, it. Okay, I'll let Buddy win. I'll let Buddy Thank win. Thank you, I appreciate line. it. You're welcome. All right, well, guys, thank you for joining us for Who Would Win in a Fight. Now we're going to be moving on to Prayer with Barrett. It's going to be awesome. We'll see you right there.
prayer. We're going to take a couple minutes today and we are just going to pray together for the glory of God to be in your life, on your life, and moving through your life. And we're going to start off, normally we start off with confessions, but before we do that, we're actually going to have confessions be at the end of prayer. As I was praying over the segment this morning, the verse that came up to me, it's pretty familiar, but I want to put a verse in front of us to build our faith on. Go to Proverbs, if you would. Go to Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 21. And it says, actually, if you go up into verse 20, he will be satisfied with the product of his lips. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. I want you to put in the comments saying, I will be satisfied today with the product of my lips. When you speak the things of God, you shall be satisfied. And you hold in your possession, in your mouth, the ability to speak life and the ability to speak death. And you need to be utilizing both of those things. Today, our confession today is speaking divine healing into our life. But we're also going to be using the power of death to curse any bit of sickness that would try to be on you today. God's people are called to be healed and whole of the Lord. And so today when we pray, know that you shall be satisfied with the fruit of your prayers. With what's coming out of your mouth, you will be satisfied. It will cause life and life in abundance to flow into you. So I want to take the next few minutes and pray with you and for you. And then at the end, we're going to together declare the confession of healing over our lives. Father, I give you glory today for the word of God. I thank you, Father, for your word. Lord, thank you that the word works for those who work the word and for those who put faith in the word, those who take hold of the word. Lord, we thank you that today when we pray, we're not praying to a God whose ears are short. We're not praying to a God who is unable to hear his people. We are praying to the Lord of lords, the king. King of kings, the great I am that I am. We are praying to the God who spoke and it was done. Lord, you're not just Lord, you are Father. You are Abba, Father. You have declared us to be your friends. So Lord, as we pray to you today, we're not doing it from a position of being a stranger. We're doing it as children of God talking to our Heavenly Father. And if you are for us, what thing can be against us? We thank you, Lord, that we have heavenly help this morning and we thank you Lord that we are not alone. Lord, thank you that you watch over your word to perform it. God, in the name of Jesus, we send the word of God into every single viewer's homes right now in Jesus' name. Let the healing power of God come into their homes now, into their homes now, into their homes now, in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I declare symptoms are cursed in the name of Jesus. All headaches, all 
blocked passages, anything that's prohibited breathing properly in the name of Jesus. Blockages clear up in Jesus' mighty name. Headaches leave in the name of Jesus. We curse every bit of the curse that has tried to attach itself to them now in Jesus' name. By the authority given to me by my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I declare in his mighty name, health and healing and life of God manifest now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. We thank you that every anti-Christ thing in and around our lives is destroyed now. Every yoke, every bondage is destroyed now. And we thank you, God. Lord, we, I declare in the name of Jesus, let the grace of God come into their homes. Grace and peace be in Jesus' name. Put that in the comments. Say, I have the grace of God and I have the peace of God. Type that out. Confess that. Grace and peace be in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, let your grace flood their bodies. Let your grace flood their finances. Let your grace flood their homes. Lord, I ask in the name of Jesus that those people who are fasting and praying, who are seeking your face, Lord, the, just what you spoke to me on Sunday, Lord, let the first third of their fast, the first seven days, be filled with supernatural answers, supernatural wisdom, supernatural ideas. Let what they're seeking for come to pass quickly within the first seven days and let the remaining time of their fast have such precious intimacy with you. Lord, stir up intimacy within us today. Stir up that hunger inside of us today. Help us to hunger. Help us to thirst. Help us to thirst. Put that in the comments and say that out loud. Lord, help me to thirst for you. Help me to hunger for you. Help me to crave you. Lord, I shall be satisfied with the fruit of my lips because my lips speak the words of God. My thoughts think the thoughts of God. My hands and my feet do the will of God and I will be known as a child of the most high God. I will, you shall be known as a child of the most high God. You shall be known as a child of the most high God. See what you used to be known for, it's being changed in the name of Jesus. During these next 21 days, as you set yourself aside, you shall be known as a child of the God most high. Put that in the comments. I shall be known as a child of the God most high. You sure will. That's who you're called to be. And God, let it be so for every person watching under the sound of my voice. Lord, let faith rise up that we would grab a hold of the promises of God. If you've said that we can have it, then by faith we receive it. And let today be a supernatural day in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Now, as we wrap up this time of prayer, we're going into today's confessions. But do you feel the anointing? I feel it right now. God honors his word. You can't separate God from his word. He inhabits it, just like he inhabits the praises of his people. So when we confess this, do it with a heart of praise and watch as the Holy Spirit inhabits this confession. Let's put it on the screen. Confession number three says, 
we have divine health in our bodies now. Say that with me right now. We just prayed it. Now you confess it like you have it because you do. We have divine health in our bodies now. And we carry an anointing for supernatural healing. Hallelujah. That's who you are. The Father, thank you. Thank you for that divine healing. Thank you for your anointing. Thank you, God. We give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. What a good day God has in store for us. This was prayer. Thank you for being on. If you have any special prayer requests that you would like us to be praying and believing with you for, send them to us. You can, you can send us a message on here and we'll, we want to pray with you. I'm going to hand it over to Marky and Buddy. It's time for memes with Marky. Get ready to laugh. Joy does good like a medicine. So get ready. The Lord is here for you. We love y'all. Memes with Marky time. My name's up there, but I you know. Like that. Memes with Marky. Memes with Marky. I'm just kidding. I promise I'm not a super prideful person. Okay, anyway, <laughs> we love you, and we are excited to have this segment with you. This is an awesome segment because it is just a segment of joy. That's it. Amen. We get to just look at memes and jokes and laugh, and that is literally the whole thing is just to literally. laugh. Literally, the only point of this segment is to laugh. That's it. That's a good, that's a good point. It is. It is a good point. Are you ready? I'm, I am for sure ready. Okay, let's for put up sure. our first meme of the day. So we're going to read these. You can read them with us. It says, when the waitress who said they'll be right back with your sauce is walking around the restaurant living her best life. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I yes. know that feeling. Yes. I know that feeling for sure. I, I, I don't know why I keep saying for sure. Okay, so this one, I'm going to need you to pay attention to this one. You have to pay attention for this to be funny. Okay. okay. <laughs> it says, must let Tom pick onion. And on the bottom it says, I spent five minutes trying to figure out who Tom is and what his onion picking skills have to do with my sandwich. Oh, it's mustard, lettuce, tomato, pickle, onion. Yes. That is hilarious. I was super confused for like the longest time. That's great. I <laughs> oh, I love that. <clears throat> okay. okay. Five-year-old me after I ate a seed and someone told me that now a tree is going to grow <laughs> inside me. <laughs> there was an episode of Rugrats where that happened and oh, really? it traumatized me. Rugrats? That's yeah. another thing that I've blocked out. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> it says me buying house plants. Hey, want to come back to my place and die? <laughs> That's serene. No oh offense, 
No offense, wife, you know, but. Okay, I don't know how to say this, he said. And she said, just say it. And he said, Worcestershire. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to say it either. Worcestershire. Um, Worcestershire. It's, it's Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Is it really? Yeah. Worcestershire? It's Worcestershire. Worcestershire. I don't like that. We're, we're getting a no like that behind word. the camera. I have no, I, I guess like I don't word. know how to pronounce it. I don't like that word. I just avoid it. Okay. Pay attention to this one too. It's gonna. I'm gonna need you to pay attention. It says, read the bottom first. It says Disney plans to start shooting Bambi as next live action remake. <laughs> and on the top it says, was shooting his mother not enough? <laughs> I felt well, like you would appreciate that one. I love it. I shooting think, Bambi. That's hilarious. <laughs> I think you just got it because I just heard a laugh in the back. That's awful. Okay, I want you to read this one. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, I can't do it. <laughs> Chewbacca. Chewbacca. Quote from Chewbacca. Great That's job. So inspirational. Great job. Uh, you and I both appreciate this one. I know. When your pet comes into the room and walks past everyone to you. Mm. <laughs> See, I had a dog that I loved more than anything, and he didn't like me. <laughs> so you so never I don't know that feeling. That. Okay. A lady just dropped a steak while I was at Al Aldi. I started to say Aldi. Aldi. Al Aldi. I said, whoops, now it's ground beef. She didn't laugh or seem slightly amused, but that's showbiz, baby. <laughs> that's great. Now it's ground beef because it's, it's beef and it's on the ground. Okay, this next one is me every time. I'm making an omelet. Flip's omelet. I'm making scrambled eggs. <laughs> That's <laughs> every, life. Barrett said That's every time. That's life. That's life. A businesswoman from the city who hates Christmas and coming from the corner is a Hallmark hunk about to teach her the reason for this season. Mm -hmm. And he's the owner of a hardware store. <laughs> and he has a truck. Sure. Yeah. He picks her up because her car her car gets crashed or the tire pops or something. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Um, this one's kind of rude. I'm sorry. But it says, even though he's blind, he still loves staring out the window. <laughs> oh, 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 that's so awful and hilarious. <laughs> yes. That's, that's Barrett's kind of humor. I thought that would be your kind of humor, too. Okay, we have one more left. Me, I have a headache, WebMD, and it'll be your last. Because <laughs> you're going to die, according gonna, to WebMD. Not according not to the word, but yes. according to WebMD, yes. <laughs> well, I enjoyed that. Did you enjoy mm -hmm. that? I, I did enjoy that. Those were very um, like salty memes, which means like rude. They, but they were great. Yeah. <laughs> good, good millennial talk. Good millennial they were very talk. dank memes. <laughs> All right. Dank memes. Well, thank you for joining us for Memes with Marky. Yes, thank you. <laughs> we are now moving into a time of the word, but before that, before that, we have a couple of quick, amazing announcements. We have some fun stuff going on. It's mm -hmm. awesome. So Barrett's going to let you know what all that fun stuff coming up is. She'll be right there.
Okay, since I'm doing this, I'll need. We're going to give you Pastor Brian here in just a minute. Get ready to go into the Word. But before we do, a couple quick things. First, if you haven't done it yet, share the broadcast because we are in a season of fasting and today's broadcast is going to help some people. And while you're doing that, go ahead and turn your notifications on, on YouTube, on Facebook, on wherever you watch us. Turn those notifications on so that way when we go live, you know exactly when that happens and you never miss a thing that's happening here on Lunch Plus. So go ahead and do that. But first things first, we have an exciting announcement for you. Kickstart 2021 is coming up next month, February 7th through the 12th. We are going to be having Kickstart 2021 here live at Boomerang, and that is with Pastor Brian and Evangelist Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. He and his wife Carolyn, their whole family, they will be with us. And these meetings have been powerful, life-changing. I'll give you a quick testimony before I hand it over to Pastor. I believe it was last year in, in one meeting from one set of meetings we had a man sew during that time and by the end of the week over $27,000 of increase to his business had come in by the end of that week God's anointing is on these meetings and we want you to be a part of what he's doing he's already speaking to Pastor Brian and Evangelist Ted about what these meetings are going to look like it's going to be great make plans to be here we have people that are going to be traveling in for these meetings and we only have a certain amount of hotels in the town so we can help hook you up with the best hotels with the best places to stay just send us a message and we will get that to you are you ready for fasting information fasting time with pastor brian how fasting can turn your whole life around get ready because the rest of this year isn't going to look a thing like like the way that last year ended this year is going to be your best year yet and it's going to come through fasting and prayer find out how right now with pastor brian Everybody, welcome to the broadcast. Share it, like it, subscribe, set the notification so you don't miss anything. Let's jump right in. We're talking about today how can fasting completely turn our life around? And uh, I'm, I got the uh, song from Africa Turn My Life Around. That's what fasting can do. It's awesome. Let's jump right in. Yesterday we talked about five hidden truths of fasting, five hidden truths, five things that most people I've found don't know about fasting. We talked about those. One of those, the very first one that we said is a lot of people are unaware that fasting can completely turn their life around. Uh, everything can go in a new direction. Everything can, everything can change. I mean, everything can change. And we're going to show you about that today. Uh, a couple 
couple of things that we're doing today uh, for anybody this week that's sewing. We wanted, uh, Ted Shellsworth Jr. just came out with a brand new book. It is a complete a biblical guide to fasting. And we wanted to give that to anybody who sows any amount this week. We wanted to give you his new book. And uh, as soon as those come in, uh, you can you can receive those. As soon as those uh, come in, we'll ship them out to you. But uh, we just were excited about that. Uh, we'll also put the link in the comments if you would like to purchase that later. That link is uh, in our description. Not in the comments, but we might put it there too. But it'll be in our description. And uh, we just praise God for you. So anybody who's sowing either on Facebook with hashtag donate or going to give www.org, anybody who gives during this week, there's a special gift uh, from us to you. And uh, we're excited about it. He's written a great book on uh, biblical fasting, not just fasting, but biblical fasting, uh, because I find a lot of people do what they want to do. But when we do it by the word, it's so much better. We're in a period of fasting and prayer right now. And and uh, one of the major things that I want to remind you about each day is my goal during this week is that you and everybody that hears this will say, uh, how can I fast more? How can I fast at a higher level? How can I increase by using this spiritual tool of fasting that God has given us? How can I increase in that? Uh, what can I do more? And the other thing I'd like to point out uh, there in the comments is the link to that if you'd like to purchase it directly. Um, the other thing that I'd like to point out is this. Fasting, one of the hidden truths that we talked about yesterday, what I consider to be the most important is that fasting is all about intimate fellowship with God. The point of fasting is not just to hear from Him more. That's a byproduct of the fellowship. The point of fasting is, is not just to put down the flesh. That's a byproduct of intimate fellowship. The point of fasting is not just to get your prayers answered and to break the yoke and to see the power of God. All of those are byproducts of intimate fellowship rising up. Uh, when we look at Mark chapter 2 and verse 18 and 19, I believe it is, is where Jesus says that, listen, they don't need to fast while I'm here. Why? Because they're in intimacy with me here. But when I go away, they will fast. And the reason is because they need that fellowship with God. We need it today. And so right now I want to jump into those benefits. What happens when we fast and we enter into that intimate fellowship with God? What are some of the things that we do? Ultimately, fasting, please put this in the comments, Fasting is a seeking of the Lord. It's seeking Him. And I want us to look right now at Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6. And we know in Hebrews 11:6, without faith it's impossible to please Him. I talked about it in detail yesterday. Uh, when we fast, did you know that fasting can be easy? We must fast by faith and by grace. We must fast by faith and by grace. I talked about how to do that some yesterday. I'll talk about it more as we go on into the week. But when we fast, we must seek Him and we must fast by faith. Faith is the victory that overcomes the world. And it says in verse 6, without faith it's impossible to please Him. It's impossible to please Him. And he who comes to God must believe that He is and that He is 
a rewarder of them who seek him. A rewarder. The King James says he's a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. So here's one of the first things I want you to see about fasting. When you fast, God starts rewarding. He's a rewarder. Why? Because you are seeking him. Congratulations. There's the hundredth comment. Miss Marilyn, uh, you won the hundredth comment. Glory to God. That's awesome. I want to tell you too, if you sow this week and and you would like to receive the gift of uh, Ted Jr.'s book, or you've won the gift card, you can go to whatsright.com slash gift. Whatsright.com slash gift, and you can claim your gift card. You can claim uh, the book for yourself. We're going to put that in the comments. Whatsright.com slash gift. So congratulations, Marilyn. That's awesome. Uh, we're so happy that you won that. She's actually sitting here as well in, in the studio today, and uh, we're glad to have you, Miss Marilyn. So we go back to this, Hebrews 11.6. God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. All right. So one of the things that we see is as soon as we start to fast, God starts saying, how can I reward them? How can I reward them? That's who God is. He loves it when people seek him. Why? Just because he needs the attention? No, because he knows if you seek him, you'll get in his presence and in fellowship. And if you'll get in his fellowship, get in that intimate fellowship with him, things start happening for you. And he's already set up rewards. He's already set up uh, blessings to be. That's what happens. And so when we fast, God immediately rewards. What we're talking about today is what are the benefits of fasting? What are the things? Did you know that the benefits that God has laid out concerning fasting will completely turn your life upside down? It'll completely take it in a new direction, a very, very good direction. So let's look at those benefits. The first one being that when we fast, God's a rewarder. Now let's look at how he rewards us. And all of this is going to come from, I'm sure there's other other places where we could get some uh, scripture and promises too. But the majority of this that we're talking about today is going to come from Isaiah chapter 58. So Isaiah chapter 58, and we're going to look at starting at verse 6. Now the rest of this week, we're going to talk about what is fasting? What types of fasting are there? How do I fast properly? And what can I expect? And we're going to be talking about frequently asked questions about fasting. A lot of times people, I start talking and teaching on fasting, I get more questions than any other time because people are, have not been taught really how to fast. So if you have a question, go to whatsright.com, send it in. And uh, right now, let's look at Isaiah. 58 and verse 6. So now, if you look at verse 6, you'll see this. Is this not the fast which I choose? To loosen the bonds of wickedness, to undo the bands of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free, and to break every yoke. Is this not the fast which I choose? to loosen the bonds of wickedness, to undo the bands of the yoke, and to let the oppressed go free. So what we're talking about is how does fasting completely turn our life around? Well, 
The first thing uh, that you should see is that it breaks, it looses the bonds, and it breaks every yoke. Notice the wording here from the Lord. When you fast, it breaks every yoke, every one. What yokes have you had in your life that it's going to break? Fasting brings complete freedom. Number one, fasting brings complete freedom. Or uh, we could say uh, number one is God rewards you for fasting. He's a rewarder for that fast. Two is fasting brings complete freedom. Fasting brings complete freedom. It says that fasting, when we fast a biblical fast, which is important, when we fast a biblical fast, it loosens the bonds and it breaks every yoke, every yoke. Now, what is a bond and what is a bondage? What is a yoke that can be broken? Well, how about this? Uh, Is debt a bondage? Is debt a bondage? It absolutely is. Debt is a bondage and it is a yoke that weighs down on people and in their lives. And when we fast, we have the promise that it will break every, every yoke. So one of the things that you should do during your fast is any bondage in your life, you should be saying and listen them out saying, Lord, I'm believing that you're breaking the power of this bondage right now, right as I fast. You're breaking debt's hold over our lives. And we're having complete debt reduction. Some other things, sickness, addictions, lack in any way. And I'll talk about those in in detail. But let me give you this. So this is something that's really interesting and and such a blessing. Several years ago, we did something uh, where we actually believed God for supernatural debt reduction. I mean, supernatural debt reduction. And when we believe God for that, we saw in one year period of time, our church size was probably about half the size that it is now. In that time, with not, not just the members, but the members and the partners with Boomerang Church, we saw over $960,000 worth of debt supernaturally erased in one year. In one year, almost a million dollars worth of debt erased in one year, right? Now, one of the things that's really cool and, and is really important about it is the other day when I was prepping for this new year, the Lord brought that back up to me. I hadn't shared it with the church yet, but all of a sudden I realized we, we need to have supernatural debt erased again in Boomerang. This is the year for supernatural debt to be erased, supernatural erasing of debt, right? So I hadn't even told anybody that. On Sunday morning, I prayed it quickly. Lord, let debts be canceled. The Lord brought it up to me while I was praying over the offering. And all of a sudden I said, I said, Lord, let these debts be supernaturally erased. And so as, as I was praying that little did I know somebody just last week sowed into what's right. They sowed into the ministry, into the church, I believe it was, but they heard about us through what's right. They sowed for their debt to be erased. This week, God gave them supernatural supply and canceled $16,000 worth of debt. That's in process right now. So it's like, we haven't even really talked about it hardly yet. But when you're good ground and you're fasting, see, I don't just fast for me. 
I fast for a church. I fast for a ministry. I fast for you. I'm believing that even my fast will be a covering and it'll bring the blessing into your life. It'll bring a supernatural power to break yokes because you've decided to partner up with us. And that's what we're seeing when people sow into the ministry. It's breaking loose. It's breaking free. And this is one of the beautiful things uh, that, that we're just praising God for is we're watching this supernatural debt cancellation happen already. It's happening already. Now, well, one of the things I want you to see is this. Uh, the next thing, another type of uh, yoke or uh, bondage is sickness. When you fast, you should believe that it breaks the yoke of sickness in your body. It breaks the yoke. It breaks the bondage over your life. In other words, I'm fasting to start out this year. And as I'm fasting, Lord, I'm believing. I won't be sick like other people are sick. No, no plague will come near my dwelling. Why? Because I've got the promise in Psalms 91. I've got what Jesus has done by taking the stripes and bore every sickness and disease, and I have fasted to see that supernatural tool produce a bondage breaking of sickness in my life. Amen. And so you should believe that the bondage of sickness is broken, that this is other people may be going through stuff, but I'm not going through it. I spent time fasting and that breaks every yoke. I've spent time fasting for this year and it breaks every yoke. The next yoke is any addiction. Have you had any addiction? Anything. Drugs, food, alcohol, anything. Is there an addiction? Have you, have you looked at the wrong things? Have you had any addiction in your life whatsoever? When you fast, you should believe God that it will break because he told you when you do a biblical fast, it will break every yoke. Have you been held back in your mind? Has, has relationships uh, with people that have been holding you back, have they been a bondage to you? Has it been a yoke? Has there been a mourning that's taken place or a depression that you've had? You should be believing that it is broke as I fast because fasting breaks every yoke. All we're doing is we're taking the Word of God as a literal promise and saying, I can receive this promise today. I can receive it as broken in my life. I can receive those things as broken. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Hallelujah. Uh, next one is any lack. If you have any lack in your life at all, you know, maybe it's I've not been sleeping well or I've had nightmares or weird dreams or maybe I've had a lack of peace or a lack of hope. Lack is a bondage. Lack is a bondage. And anything that is causing you lack, that yoke can be destroyed by fasting. Amen. That yoke can be destroyed by fasting, and we're believing it to be, to be so. Hallelujah. Any, any bondage, any lack, as you fast, you should apply faith to this promise. Lord, you're breaking every yoke. You're breaking every yoke, every bondage. So just put it in the comments right now. Lord, as I fast, I believe every yoke is broken in Jesus' name. Every yoke. Capitalize every yoke. Every yoke is broken in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, let's look at this. Look at the next verse. In verse 7, 
it says this, When I fast, is it not to divide your bread with the hungry and bring the homeless poor into the house? When you see the naked, to cover him. And watch this, this uh, line here. And not to hide yourself from your own flesh. And not to hide yourself from your own flesh. See, many times, what I love this verse. But at first, I didn't really fully understand it, and I had to pray and say, Lord, what do you want, what do you want me to see in this verse? But now I've got grown to the place where I understand it, and I love this verse. What he's saying is, what most people don't realize is that they actually have their flesh hidden. In other words, the things the flesh wants to do, right? It says, don't hide yourself from your own flesh. In other words, the flesh is always up to fleshly things. It's, it's always following its father, the devil, right? The Bible tells us that the nature of the flesh is the devil. It's, he's the father of our corrupted flesh, right? So many times what we don't realize is, we are acting by our flesh, but we're not paying attention. We've, been, we've kind of hidden what the flesh is doing over on the side. And because of that, we, we're not actually operating at top level. We're not operating like Jesus. We're not operating where we should be. We're actually operating under the rule of the flesh, watch this, without knowing it. But here's what he says, when you fast... He says, this will change. In other words, I will reveal the areas of the flesh that's holding you back. He says, I will reveal the areas of the flesh that have been holding you back, and you will have the power to break the yoke of that flesh from the verse before, and now what's been holding you back won't hold you back anymore. And you will be become more like Jesus. You will be empowered to do his good will. You will be empowered to pour out his compassion, and you will be awake to what is God and what isn't God. What is God and and what isn't God? You'll be awake to the things that have held you back. This is what God wants. He wants us to wake up. You know, this is a time of awakening. It's time for an awakening. And it's time for the body of Christ to be the body of Christ to wake up. And how can we do that? How can we actually grow up, mature, be more like Jesus, empowered and awake by fasting? It's one of the great benefits that your flesh won't be able to hide from you anymore. Your flesh will be revealed. Now, what's funny about that is when you're fasting, you want to find out how loud the voice of the flesh is, just start, just start fasting. <laughs> All of a sudden, the voice of the flesh is like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> you know, and it'll be like a spoiled brat child. You know, the voice of the flesh will get loud on you. You want to find out just how loud your flesh is, start fasting for about three or four days, and you'll, you'll start hearing that voice of the flesh. That's, it's one of the great things to reveal how loud the flesh has been in your life when you've kind of gotten used to it and not realized it. And I've, I've found fasting is like this. Have you ever had one of those uh, noises in your car, maybe a rattle that's in that back left corner and you can't quite see it, and, but you hear it? Or, or maybe it's just a little shake. Maybe your tires are shaking and they're out of balance or something. And it's like you don't realize it, but it's not bad enough for you to go get it fixed right now, but it's bad enough to irritate you. But then after 
after a while, you get used to it, and it's not even irritating you. You don't even hear it anymore. It's like parents with kids, right? Uh, all of a sudden, you know, they, they, you just don't hear them anymore. They just, they're tearing down the house, but you don't hear them anymore. Well, that's the way sin is, and that's the way the flesh is, is you just leave it. You get used to it. But then what if you take that car one day to the mechanic, you get that little rattle fix, you get that, you get that shake and that shimmy out of there, all of a sudden it's like, oh, glory to God, I forgot what peace was like. Fasting is like that. Because when you start to reveal the flesh and you deal with the flesh, all of a sudden you start to remember what it's like to walk in the fullness of an intimate fellowship with God without the flesh that you've had hidden from you, right? That's the, one of the beauties about fasting is it will reveal what is God and what isn't God. And not only will it reveal it, but it will empower you to make a move from the flesh over into, into the things of God. It'll make you move from the flesh to be empowered and move into a power like Jesus walked in, a compassion like he walked in. You know, I've, I've had over the years, I've had multiple times where we've, you know, had people at the church and they, they were on, you know, a mission from the Lord and they come here and, and I've had people that have, that have needed a place to stay. And I've asked church members, you know, hey, does anybody feel led to help, you know, help this person while they're finding a place to stay? And uh, sometimes it's for a few weeks, sometimes it's for a few months. Nicole and myself, one time, multiple times, We've had people in our house for years, right? And for years we've had people in. And here's one of the things that I found, that our heart was to do that. And it definitely challenged us at times. Uh, but then there's times when it's been better. But we've had some times that really challenged our flesh. And we were like, God, we, we don't want to do this. But we knew that God was telling us to do that. We knew he was telling us to do that. Well, I, we had that heart, and we're expecting other believers to have that heart. And then we say, hey, will you open up your house for somebody? Uh, or will you open up your pocketbook to give to somebody? Will you open up your time to go help somebody? And many times in that, uh, we've turned to church members, and they've been like, yeah, <laughs> oh, that, that's real nice, Pastor. I hope somebody does that. Here's what's happened. Their flesh has been hidden from them. They think they're at one level, and they're not actually there. And they're not, they're not going to offer anything. <laughs> they're not going to offer anything. What's happened? Their flesh has become hidden. Read this verse again. When you fast, is it not to divide your bread with the hungry and to bring the homeless poor into the house when you see the naked to cover him and not hide yourself from your own flesh, and not hide yourself from your own flesh. What's happening here? We're actually getting ourselves off of our fleshly, uh, fleshly habits and resetting ourselves on the compassion of God. We're resetting ourselves on the compassion of God. Put this in, fasting resets ourselves to the compassion of God. Fasting resets our lives to the compassion of God. It, what I wrote here in this verse is we become more like Jesus. The third thing that is a, a benefit is we become like Jesus, empowered to walk like him and awake to the things that we ought to be doing. 
empowered to walk like him, and awake to the things that we should be doing. Fasting helps us to become more like Jesus. Uh, we have several situations going on right now, and I'm watching people where they've actually the opened up their and heart not hide yourself uh, for your a longer flesh. period of time. And I am so pleased with them. I am so pleased. And not only that, I know what they're sowing, and I know what will come out of it will be awesome. I know it'll be awesome. It's so great to watch it and to watch the Lord prepare a people to receive a great big harvest. And I'm so pleased, pleased with them. Excuse me. Fasting helps us to become more like Jesus. Uh, the next point, fourth point, is that supernatural revelation and power your light will break out. This verse 8 is so power packed. I have like one, two, three, four, five different points in this one verse that fasting will do. Here's what fasting will do for you to turn your life completely around. Then your light will break out like the dawn. Your light will break out like the dawn. Light speaks of revelation. Light speaks of being able to see. Light speaks of hearing from the Lord and having a subject illuminated to you. In other words, it's a supernatural revelation and light also will break down. Remember, uh, darkness cannot comprehend the light. Light carries with it a supernatural power to break darkness in your life. And so when your light breaks out like the dawn, that is supernatural revelation and power. Hey, Taylor, good to see you, man. I love you too. Hallelujah. Happy New Year to you. So it says, your light will break out like the dawn. Supernatural revelation and supernatural power that comes out of fasting. Glory to God. I've watched as I've fasted, I've had knowledge about stuff, things I didn't know before. Uh, when I did uh, an extended fast a few years ago, uh, on the second day of the fast, the Lord opened up something to me in 2 Corinthians 9 about prosperity and about sowing and reaping. And I mean, it continued to pour out for several years, but the breakthrough of it was the second day of the fast. The second day of the fast. Uh, Barrett, get a mic on, and I want you to be ready to tell that word that we had about this fast. I want you to be prepared because it deals with supernatural light and revelation. Supernatural light and revelation. Supernat supernatural wisdom. See, during this fast, one of the things that's going to happen is that I, I believe specifically this fast this year, and we've already seen this happen, is that God's going to give you a supernatural light and revelation that will cause you to have breakthrough. It'll cause you to have breakthrough like you've never had it before. It will cause you to do that. So if you're ready, come on over. So tell them what you got from the Lord the other day in our corporate prayer time before the service. Hello. <laughs> I'm pulling it up right now. So Pastor Nicole was uh, praying on Sunday morning, and she had said, insane seed, insane favor, and yeah. insane harvest. And when she said that, the Lord spoke to me and said, insane ideas. Yeah. Insane ideas will be given to manifest yeah. the insane harvest. And then he specifically told me, I believe by the Holy Spirit, that in the first third of this fast, so within the yeah. first week, 
the things that you're fasting for, the things that you're praying for and believing for, those things would come to pass quickly. And the last two weeks of the fast would be insane intimacy with him, a pure yeah. intimacy. Amen. Amen. So he's going to handle business in the first third of the, of the fast. That means this week. Yes, sir. This week he's going to handle business and bring about, here, step, step up so I don't have to look back. Yes, sir. So, um, <laughs> and he's going to bring about a supernatural wisdom and revelation yes, sir. that will open up promises. It'll open up the things of God. Amen. And this is, a, this is not only a promise to us all the time on fasting, but there's something special on this particular fast. You should be expecting and have faith on those things. Yes, sir. And then it's going to lead to a supernatural intimacy, which that's where everything gets handled. Yes, sir. Everything gets handled into that, in that intimacy. Yes, sir. Amen. Anything Amen. else? Not that he said specifically, but what came up to me is so often people during, you know, faster moments like this, they'll hear words like insane abundance or ab yeah. abundant favor and people get excited about it. But the how seems yeah. almost unattainable, like they yeah. want to believe it, but the Lord's giving you hope. He's giving you something in this week to hope in the yes. insane ideas. They may look insane to other people, but they won't be insane to you. They'll be holy ghosts and they'll make his blessings come to pass. Amen. 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 Well, right now, and that, that particular, uh, this verse has so much promise in it, but that revelation and light is huge. Yeah. It's an absolutely huge point. We need the light of God to empower us to overcome. Yeah. So see that revelation and the power, it's not just the revelation, but the power to make it come to pass. Yeah. And then we just saw that in the testimony I said earlier. What happened in that debt cancellation was God gave them supernatural wisdom. Yeah. God gave them supernatural wisdom and showed them what to do. It was an insane type idea, and all of a sudden they were $16,000. The day that word came. Yes. The day yeah. the Lord said, I'm going to give insane ideas, he gave an idea that then caused $16,000 of debt to be erased in a moment. That's how God works. He works in a moment. It's yes. this fast. It's going to be supernatural. You're, the things that you've been believing God to see take place in your life that's taken years, he's going to do it in yes. a moment. He's going to do it this week. Amen. It's not going to take the 21 days. It's yeah. happening this week for you, yeah. for those who apply faith Don't put it. your faith off. Yeah. Faith is now. Faith is now. Amen. So don't put your faith off to a later date. Faith is now. Now. Yeah, don't, don't think, okay, well, it's on its way. Stop thinking that. Think I, in Mark 11, I believe I have received it now. I've got it now. Yeah. It's working right now. It's not working at a later time. It's working now. Now faith is. Amen. Amen. Thank Amen. you, ma'am. Yes, sir. All right. Now going back into that same verse, uh, the next uh, phrase is, so it starts out, then your light will break out like the dawn. In other words, have you ever noticed in the dawn, have you ever noticed it's dark, 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 and then it starts to lighten up. 
right? This should be your it's starting to lighten up because you're getting that revelation of what's going to happen during this fast right now. But then all of a sudden, when the sun breaks the horizon, it's like light floods the whole landscape. I mean, it floods the, the landscape. That's what we're seeing. Uh, we need to see that light break out like the dawn, where all of a sudden revelation and all of a sudden the power of God, I mean, it floods it floods our life. Expect it. Just believe this and or put this in the comments. Light is going is flooding into my life now because of my fast. Light is flooding into my light, life because of the fast. Amen. The next one is your recovery will speedily spring forth. These are things that happen because we fast. Your recovery will speedily spring forth. Here, here's what I want you to see, is that when, you're, when you need to recover in an issue, it's not, it's not waiting for a long time. It goes right in line with what I just said, faith is now. It's saying your recovery starts now. When you start fasting, you know, if you've been waiting on something to break, if you've been waiting on something to recover, you need to put faith on this, on this, percentage, on this uh, promise right here. You need to put faith on this promise. It's happening now. It's happening right now. Right now, I mean, things are things are happening awesomely right now, and uh, things are going very, very well. And it's beginning now. I'm not waiting on it. It's beginning now. It's beginning now. My recovery starts now. Put that in the comments. My recovery starts now. My recovery starts now. My breakthrough starts now. I'm not waiting on it. You can see. Look, read this again in verse 8. Your recovery will speedily spring forth. Your recovery will speedily spring forth. It will speedily spring forth. All right? And then it says, your righteousness will go before you. Your righteousness. So the next benefit is that when we fast, it helps us to live righteously. It helps us to live righteously. When we fast, it helps us to live righteously. And we need, we know that uh, God, the word says this, that he is not withholding any good thing from those who walk uprightly. So when we fast and we start to walk righteously, then all of a sudden all the good things of God can be given. We can walk into every blessing, not just some blessing. So where some blessings may have been held back, when we fast it helps us live in a righteous way so that we'll receive every blessing. Every blessing. Here's the other thing about righteousness, and this is huge. So he says, when we fast, your righteousness will go before you. Well listen, when we are made righteous, that brings stability. It brings stability, authority, and grace. Stability, authority, and grace leads the way. Here's why. Right, when you walk in righteousness, the Word says that righteousness is our foundation. In other words, righteousness, when we fast and we start walking more in righteousness, our foundation, we will become stable in our lives. It's none of this up and down stuff. It will be stable in our lives. Uh, here's the other thing. Uh, when we have 
when we are righteous, the Bible says that righteousness is the scepter of the kingdom. It's the scepter of the kingdom. That means that as we, as we are righteous, that means that the scepter of the kingdom, it actually will be exactly, uh, it's kind of like a king that holds a scepter to somebody to bless them or to take them out, right? Righteousness is the authority of the kingdom. And so when we fast, we walk more righteously and it breaks, it will uh, go before us. All of a sudden, our authority will go before us. In other words, we'll speak and things will be done. We'll speak and things will be done because righteousness is the scepter of the kingdom. The other thing that Romans says is that grace or the supernatural power and favor of God comes through righteousness. Right. Grace comes through righteousness. So we'll take on, because of walking righteously, because of fasting, we'll take on more grace and more power and more favor than we've ever had before. All of this comes through fasting. And I'm just through the first, uh, I'm not even through the first three verses. This thing changes, fasting changes everything. Put it in the comments. Fasting changes everything. There's so many benefits, I'm, I'm seeking just to get through them before the time's out today. I'm, I'm trying to get through them as quickly as I can. Here's the next thing in verse 8. He says, the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. The glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. I'm going to ask them, hey guys, if you would, unplug the USB cord from the presenter. Unplug the USB cord from the presenter. See if that changes things. All right. So the verse 8 says this, the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. In other words, God's goodness will guard you. God's goodness will protect you. In other words, when we fast, we have a protection of glory. <laughs> when we fast, we have a protection of glory. When we fast, we have a protection of glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When we fast, we have a protection of glory. Amen. Here, let's look at this. Uh, looking at verse 9. Verse 9. Then you will call, and the Lord will answer. You will cry, and He will say, Here I am. You will, you will call, and the Lord will answer. You will cry, and He will say, Here I am. Right? And so when we see, when we fast, the Lord will hear you and answer you. Do you know how many times in, in ministry I've had people that have actually said, I, I just wish, and you know, I, I've had people that have said, I just wish that I could hear from the Lord. I just wish that they would, that I could hear him, that he hears me. I just want to know if he hears me. When you fast, it makes that connection of prayer solid. And he hears you, right? He hears you and he will answer you. This is a benefit of fasting. That communication between God amps up and all of a sudden he hears you and he will answer you. Look at verse 10. Oh, oh wait, excuse me, verse 9 still. Uh, he says, you will cry and he will say, here I am, here I am. He says, if you remove the yoke from your midst, the pointing of the finger and the speaking of wickedness, and if you give yourself to the hungry, verse 10. 
And if you give yourself to the hungry and satisfy the desire of the afflicted, then your light will rise in darkness and your gloom will become like midday. So the first thing going back to verse 9 is this. You will call and the Lord will answer. You will cry and he will say, here I am. Right? And when he does it, in other words, God will say, here I am. Here I am. But then he, then he says this, if you remove the yoke from your midst and the pointing of the finger and speak in weakness and give yourself to the hungry. So now he's giving you some conditions. He's saying, if you do this, if you do this, well, where did the power to do this come? And remember, fasting already gave me the power to break the yoke. Fasting already has given me the power to be more like Jesus and to give his compassion but so now we are empowered to do those things. So if we will utilize the tool of fasting, we will be empowered to be more like Jesus and to give. We will be able to break the yoke and then we can give ourselves uh, to feed the hungry. We can stop pointing the finger. We can stop speaking wickedness. We can stop. We can satisfy the desire of the afflicted. And then it says, when you do this, your light will rise in darkness and your gloom will become like midday. In other words, what happens when we utilize what we've already got gathered in fasting and we put it into practice, then what will happen is sight and clarity and hope will come. In other words, sight clarity and hope will come. Things will start to clear up. You'll start to see things how they actually are. You'll start to see them how they actually are and not just, not just how we wanted them to be or what we thought they were. You'll start to see clearly. Amen? Say, put this in the comments. I'll start to see clearly and hope will come back. Hope will come back in, in Jesus' name. Hope will come back to that. Right? We will, our gloom will become like midday. What does that mean? That means where I was sitting there going, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how this is going to be. All of a sudden, hope will come back to you. Hope will come back. Hope will come back. And this, this is one of the greatest breakthroughs is that we will see clearly and hope will come back. Ultimately, hey guys, the USB needs to be disconnected between the presenter and the computer. Okay. This is off though. All right, so thank you. We, we have some new equipment, and we're still working on some things to get them straight. It looks like it's lagging a little bit in the stream. So anyway, all right, looking at verse 11, it says, And the Lord will continually guide you and satisfy your desire in scorched places and give strength to your bones. And you will be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. Verse 11, you will be like a spring of water and your waters do not fail. So first thing, first thing in verse 11 is you will have continual guidance. In other words, it won't be guidance every now and then. There will be a continual supply of the guidance of the Lord from that fasting. The next thing is that he will, the Lord will continually guide you. He will satisfy your desire in scorched places. In other words, he will give you strength, satisfaction, and supply even in droughts, famines, and deserts. In droughts, famines, and deserts. In droughts, famines, and deserts, he will give you strength, he will satisfy you, 
and he will, he will give you supernatural provision and supply. He'll give you all of these things. Why? Because you're fasting. Because you're fasting. 12, verse 12, it says, Those from among you will rebuild the ancient ruins. You'll raise up the age-old foundations, and you will be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of the streets in which to dwell. You will become, through your fasting, restores and repairs. You will be ones that will restore things. You will be ones that will repair things. You will be, you will be somebody that, that people look to and say, they brought peace back. They brought hope back. They helped restore our city. They brought our city to the place where this drug addiction stopped, where the drug death stopped. Why? Because you are a fasting person that's a restore and a repair. You will become a catalyst in your home and in your city to be what God wants you to be, a restore and a repair, to be like Him. Look at uh, verse 13 says, if, you, if because of the Sabbath you turn your foot from doing uh, your own pleasure on my holy day. In other words, he's saying, look, if you allow the power of fasting to now empower you to stop seeking your own things even on my Sabbath day. On the Sabbath day, you're not doing things for your pleasure. You're doing them for mine. My day is all about, is all, you've made that Sabbath day all about me. If you will do that and call the Sabbath a delight and a holy day of the Lord honorable and honor it, desisting from your own ways, from seeking your own pleasure and seek and speaking your own word, then you will take delight in the Lord. Then you will take delight in the Lord, and I will make you ride on the heights of the earth. I will feed you with the heritage of Jacob, your father, and for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. The mouth of the Lord has spoken. And so what happens is, if we will take this new empowerment from fasting, right, and we will start to apply it in our lives, then what will happen is the Lord will make us ride on the heights of, of the earth on the heights of the earth. In other words, the Lord will, what that means is this, He will give us authority and He will give us a blessing that only people have when they're riding on top of things. They will be the head and not the tail. They will be the ones who are at the top of the mountain. He will cause you to ride on the heights. This is a position of God's goodness. This is a position of His glory. This is a position of His authority. He will cause you to ride on the heights of the earth. You will be above and not beneath, the head and not the tail. You will be in a position to make changes. Glory to God. And the last thing is, watch this. I love this. This is so important. As we're reading through, uh, we're actually taking this time, as I talked about yesterday, that fasting is about intimacy, intimate fellowship. And a part of intimate fellowship is prayer, the Word, and worship, and corporate worship, corporate intimacy. And so as we do that, we're actually in the Word. We're seeking, uh, our family is seeking to read the Word through, read the Bible through in 90 days. That's the path that we're on, to read it through in 90 days. Well, in this process, the first book we're reading through is Genesis. And in that, we talk about Jacob, who becomes Israel. It's God's people. It's the promises. And all these promises, all these good 
good things about God's people. And here's what it says in verse 14. I mean, there's blessings. One of the things about Jacob was he prospered in everything that he did. He prospered in everything that he did. Look at what it says. If you will keep the Sabbath and you will turn from your own desire and turn to God's desire on the Sabbath specifically, he says, I'll make you ride on the heights of the earth. And watch this. This is a huge benefit of fasting. I will feed you with the heritage or the inheritance of Jacob your father, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Now here's what that means. He says, I will take the blessings on Jacob. He says, and I won't just make them available. I will feed you. I will make sure that the blessings of God's people is in your life. I will make sure I'll feed it to you. You won't have to go after it. I'll feed it to you if you'll do this. I'll tell you, this made me want to fast and make Sunday holy again on another level like I've, like I've never had. Make that Sabbath day holy, because if we'll do it, God says, I'll feed you. I'll feed you the inheritance of Jacob. I'll feed you the blessing of my people, the fullness of the blessing. Remember in Galatians 3, it says, those that are of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. Well, those blessings are available to most believers, but that doesn't mean that most believers are walking in them. That doesn't mean that most believers are walking in them. But God says, if you'll do these things, I'll make sure that you're blessed. I'll handle the blessing. It's like God commanding the blessing in our lives. A blessing released can be taken or not, but a blessing commanded can't be stopped. Right? A blessing released can be taken or not, but a blessing commanded can't be stopped. And there's several things in the Bible that will cause you to have the blessing commanded. This is one of them, and it comes from fasting. So right now what I'm going to do is I'm going to paste these from Isaiah, and I'm going to paste all of these so you can see it. The first blessing, the first blessing was that we would, and I'm not sure how this is going to format out here, but the first blessing actually that we talked about was that we would, um, let's see here, did it put, hmm, maybe not. I'll get it in a second here. Anyway, the first blessing that we talked about is that when we fast, we're seeking God, and He is a rewarder. And so, trying to get this copy and pasted. There we go. Okay, that's not working. I'll get it to you later. The first blessing was that God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. The next thing was that we have complete freedom and we loose bonds and break every yoke. The next blessing was that we become more like Jesus, empowered and awake. The next one was supernatural revelation and power. Your light will break out. Next one, speedy recovery starts. Next one, helps us live righteously. Next one, we have righteous stability, authority, and grace that leads the way of our life. The next one, we have a protection of His glory. The next one, the Lord will hear and answer you. The next one, sight, clarity, and hope will come. Next, 
continual guidance. Next, strength, satisfaction, and supply, even in droughts, famines, and deserts. Next, we become restorers and repairs. Next, the Lord makes us ride on the heights of the earth. And the next one, the Lord feeds us our full inheritance. Let me tell you, just one of those, just one of those, just one can change your life. Just one can change your life. But those are all available to people that will fast, to people that will have a supernatural tool of fasting and apply it. And God's given us the ability, and he can make it easy by faith and grace. We can actually fast and step into those. So glory to God. So why do we fast? Because all of these blessings are sitting there waiting on us. Why wouldn't we fast? Put that in the comments. Why wouldn't we fast? Why wouldn't we go after God? Why wouldn't we fast in that time? We need to be the people. See, like I said yesterday, fasting actually is easy if we'll do it right. It's easy because we can fast by faith and we can fast by grace. There's a supernatural power. And when God God's made it easy, and he's given us a tool that will give us all of these blessings. Why wouldn't we fast? Why wouldn't we fast? You know, well, our flesh doesn't like it. Well, you're not supposed to be living by your flesh anyway. You're not supposed to be living by your flesh anyway. Why wouldn't we fast? We, we have God that will help us make the yoke easy and light, and why wouldn't we do it? He's given us everything pertaining to life and godliness. When he said that in Peter, he literally was saying that he would give us everything we need to be empowered to live a life on a God level. To live a life on a God level, he'd give us everything that we need, and fasting's included in that. So this fast is going to be awesome. Like I said, uh, like I said, the rest of this week we're going to talk, be talking about what is an actual biblical fast. We're going to be looking at that. We're going to be talking about how do I fast? What do I do? You know, because there's different things that are good to know. I, I've had multiple people that have asked me questions about, well, what does this look like? Is I'm going through this? Is is this just me or, or is this normal? You know, what does it look like? Uh, what does that fasting look like? And, and so what we're doing over the next is what does it look like? How do we fast? Uh, what happens? What to expect when we're fasting? And then we're answering any questions. If you have any questions about fasting, go to what's right dot com what's right dot com and enter in there uh, your question in the contact form and we will get that question and seek to answer it this week we already have several good questions that we'll answer as the week goes on but today we talked about what are the benefits of fasting I hope you got a, a lot out of that as well here's what I want you to see anybody who sows this week we wanted to give you a gift uh, evangelist Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. just came out with a brand new book, uh, A Complete Guide to Biblical Fasting. And what we want to do is anybody who gave anything for any amount this week, anybody, you got it? Oh yeah, awesome. We just got one in, glory to God. A Complete Guide to Biblical Fasting. So we're going to send you and ship you this book. Uh, it is a great book. It just came out. I haven't read it yet. I've talked to Teddy about it, and I know him, and I trust his uh, standing on the Word. I'm looking forward to reading it. So anybody that gives anything, I don't care what amount it is, anybody that gives anything, we're going to send you that book as soon as our copies come in. And you can do that by on Facebook, hashtag donate and the amount. 
out, or you can go to giveww.org. Anybody that gives anything, uh, you can do that. Now, here's the thing. If you're claiming that as your gift from us this week, we want you to go to uh, whatsright.com slash gift. And there you can claim that. And as soon as you claim it, we'll uh, send it to you. If they would also put that uh, whatsright.com slash gift. And that way you'll have the link in the comments for that as well. All you got to do is once you've uh, sown any seed whatsoever, go there and we'll, and we'll send you that book. Amen. So right now I just want to pray. Father, as we're moving into this fast and we're continuing in it, Lord, let us be strengthened with all your might. I just declare right now, supernatural strength on this fast. Supernatural strength. Lord, by faith, we receive supernatural strength. Lord, to unlock every benefit, to unlock every blessing, to unlock everything, to unlock it all. Lord, right now, we receive supernatural strength, supernatural grace, supernatural uh, peace and hope. And Lord, we thank you for it during this fast. We give you all of the glory and all of the honor. Thank you, Father, for supernatural grace and strength in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for it. We just praise you for it. Father, everybody who sows, Lord, let that supernatural debt erasing begin now in Jesus' name. For every partner and every member of Boomerang and of What's Right, Lord, let every partner and every member, Lord, let them step straight into a supernatural erasing of every debt in their lives. Lord, let it be this year that in 2021, we have more people out of debt than we've ever had before. Let it be insane. Let it be supernatural, Father. Let every person that sows, let it be multiplied. Let it be pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for all of the things that you're doing in our lives. We praise you. We worship you. We give you the glory. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Just praise Him. Just put thank you in the comments. Right now, you're receiving. There's an impartation of His blessing. There's an impartation of a supernatural debt cancellation. Just thank Him with me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We just praise you. We worship you. We praise you and we worship you. Thank you, Lord, for what you're going to do this year. Thank you, Lord, for giving us a supernatural tool. Thank you, Lord, for empowering us to use that tool. You know, I can have a tool in the shed. I can have a tool in the, in the building to work on. But if I don't have muscle in my body, I can't do it. If I don't have a food, uh, a nutrition in my body, I can't do it. So God says, I'm going to give you a supernatural tool of fasting, but it's not something you're just going to have to do on your own. You reach out to me with faith, and I'll give you a supernatural grace to fast supernaturally. In other words, I'm not just going to put a supernatural tool in your hand. Watch this. I'm not just going to put a supernatural tool in your hand and expect you to handle it physically. 
I'm going to give you a supernatural tool, and I'm going to give you a supernatural strength to wield that supernatural tool. Why would God just call on us to do something physically? No, he'll give us a tool and the strength to back it up. Call on him. Release your faith for an easy and light fast, for a supernatural fast. I told the story yesterday when I did that 40-day fast. When I did the 40-day fast, all of a sudden, uh, one of the things that I saw was that my, when I started pulling on the supernatural grace of God, I had been losing weight. I had been losing weight. My, my weight loss stopped. I actually stopped. And, and I was actually, I kind of wanted to go down a little bit further, but I, that's why I noticed it. I was watching it, and it actually stopped because he was supernaturally supplying me with a physical nutrition supernaturally while I wasn't eating anything. He will give you supernatural strength for a supernatural tool. Lord, bless these fast in Jesus' name. And we just thank you. If you want to sow, you can do that. Hashtag donate uh, and the amount in Facebook or go to giveww.org. Anybody this week, again, we're going to give you Ted's uh, new book on a complete guide to biblical fasting. And uh, we just praise God for you. Thank you for being here. Tomorrow is going to be awesome. We're going to start talking about what is fasting. What are the types? How can, what are the different ways to fast? And here's something. Many times when people fast, they think it's only got to be one way. It doesn't. You seek the Lord. He'll show you what to do. There's multiple biblical fasts. There's multiple fasts of the Lord uh, that people have fasted, and there's many different ways that are biblical to do. And so we want you to see that. So don't just get wound up in your head, I can't do it, I can't do it. No, you can do it. You will do it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I'm going to turn it over to Buddy as he wraps everything up today. Listen, get ready for Kickstart. It's going to be awesome. Starting February 7th, it's going to go the whole week. Evangelist Ted Shellsworth Jr. and myself all week long. It's been awesome every year. We've had testimony after testimony. This year, I believe, is just going to blow it out of the water. So get ready for it. Here's Buddy. Thank you for being with us today. I'll see you tomorrow at 1130. Bye-bye. Hey guys, before you jump off, we, we just want to share with you a couple quick things that's going to be coming up. First off, make sure you're here for the rest of this week, because as we're entering into this, this topic of fasting, there is so much more that God has for you. Uh, there's so much more that you might not even know about fasting that God wants to show you on, how to, on the benefits of fasting and how to fast. So make sure you continue to join us uh, this week at 1130 uh, for Lunch Plus. But we also want to let you know that this weekend is Holy, Holy Ghost Weekend uh, here at, at Boomerang Church. Uh, if you've never been a part of Holy Ghost Weekend or if you're not from our area, we want to encourage you to be a part uh, because we have three awesome times uh, this weekend that, that just it ushers in the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you. Uh, on, Sat on Friday night, we're going to have prayer from 6 to 12 p.m. On Saturday, we'll be soul winning Saturday starting at uh, 1 p.m. And then after that, we have Holy, Holy Spirit Sunday, uh, where we'll have a powerful Sunday morning service. And then at 4 p.m., we're going to have our Holy Ghost service. It's going to be a powerful weekend. So we want to encourage you to be a part of that. Uh, we want to strongly encourage you to be a part of that. Um, also, just want to let you guys know in the comments, Pastor Brian just put up those uh, points from Isaiah 58. So make sure you, you check those out as well. 
Guys, we love you. Kickstart's coming up. Kickstart is going to be a, an awesome time with evangelist Ted Shuttlesworth Jr., the one who wrote the book on uh, fasting that we're, that we're giving out to anyone who sows this week. Um, he's going to be here f- February 7th to the 12th. Guys, if you're not in the area, I'm telling you, yeah, you can bring it back to me. Um, Kickstart is the reason why I'm here. <laughs> it's the reason why I'm here. I, I drove eight hours to be here for Kickstart last year. Guys, uh, you, the, uh, Church Live is worth a drive. You've heard that. Make sure you're here. We, that's why we've been sharing this for several months now, so that you can make sure you don't schedule anything at that time. So, guys, we want to encourage you, February 7th to 12th, make sure you are here in North Albemarle, North Carolina, for those services, because they will literally radically change your life. I'm, t- I'm, I'm a living example of that. But, guys, we love you. We are so thankful for you. Thank you for joining us today for Lunch Plus. Again, make sure you're here with us tomorrow at 1130. We'll see you then. Have an awesome day. We love you guys. We'll see you.